going to come a day, folks, when we all come together at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's going to be a beautiful day for many, many folks, and it's going to be a sad day for others, but that is what it's going to be. Welcome to It's a Religion. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided, with liberty and justice for some those with voting rights, apparently, according to one political party in this country. And uh, we're going to get into that shortly. But first, uh, you know, this whole podcast is an effort to talk about God, to talk about Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, to talk about him as the king, the king of a kingdom that has arrived. The day he rose from the dead, that kingdom began and it will be culminated at some point. And if you don't know what's going on in that kingdom, I encourage you highly to find out because that's going to make all the difference in the world for everyone on this planet um, that's lived, died, and is living uh, today. So um, the other thing that we try and do here, we talk about the inherent problems with the religion of evolution, the religion of Mohammedism, uh, other religions that are out there, and contrast that with uh, faith in Jesus Christ and contrast that within our society, within why people believe what they do and why people follow uh, the ways in which they do uh, in this world today, because there's a lot going on and you can explain it all by faith, by what people are putting their faith and trust in. And most people don't look at it that way. Most people look at it as just simply um, people making decisions uh, which is true in one sense, but it's making decisions as to why. Why are they making the decisions that they do? And we like to look deeper into that thought process and what people put their faith and trust in. So today, uh, we're not, you know, this week we're preparing to go into next year. And uh, we like to read through the Bible every year. It always gives us something new. It always gives uh, more insight into God, who he is, um, what he is all about, and what he wants from us as we live this life and, and prepare for eternity. Because guess what, folks? We're going to be gone a lot longer than we're going to be here. So while this life is, is really neat and enjoyable and we're very thankful to God for it, uh, we're more thankful for the fact that we're going to be with him forever when we leave this planet. So with that, uh, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. How can I, how can I say that otherwise? And sorry, I'm looking for something here. There it is. <clears throat> and today we're going to be simple about it. I just, I want to read a Psalm. That's one of my favorites, Psalm 67. And for those of you who don't know the Word of God, the Psalms were written, a lot of them by David, some of them by Solomon, some of them by a few other folks. But they're basically songs that uh, are sung unto the Lord. Are uh, you know Some of them it's more poetry-based. Some of it is, uh, they're just expressions of love toward God and thankfulness toward God. And, and in some cases, uh, in the case of David especially, an appeal toward God for his help and assistance. And some of them are even prophetic. Some of them talk a lot about Christ and uh, who he was going to be and, and some of the things there. So this uh, this psalm um, is just a favorite of mine, like I said. 
Psalm 67, to the chief musician on Neganoth, a psalm or song, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us, Selah, that thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all nations. Let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth, Selah. Let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Then shall earth, the earth, yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Now, my question to anyone that ever listens to this podcast is, how many people on, in this country praise thee, O God, on a daily basis? Yeah, not, you know, I don't know what it is nowadays, but it's certainly when you look at at Europe, it's dwindling. Uh, The Western nations are becoming less Christian. And, you know, we can fault the church for that in a lot of ways, that there's not as much outreach. Um, I think information has become so more readily available and the religion of evolution, the religion of Mohammedism, the religion of uh, other things is drawing people away. Uh, you know, evolution, especially because of the way it's implemented, much like the the battle between the vaccinated and unvaccinated right now. The va- unvaccinated are evil. The unvaccinated don't care about people. The unvaccinated are fill in the blank. And in reality, that's far from the truth. The unvaccinated, I think, are the ones that are smart about this thing. They're like, look, there's other ways to treat this thing. I don't need to get a shot of some mix of stuff that we don't even know what's in it. You know, when you pull the sheets out of the uh, thing on these shots, there's no information. And the whole thing is just a crazy, crazy deal. But that is the world. That's Satan. That's faith in things that don't have any foundation, that don't have a, uh, um, you know, their conjecture or projected onto humanity by people who have ulterior motives, that have, in many cases, evil motives. The people behind evolution, I think, were just wrong. I mean, Darwin, when you look at, at his the real writings that he had to foster this whole thing at the foundation he was a racist more you know i mean if you want to call somebody a racist darwin would have been one and in that sense um you know it's the religion of evolution because it's not scientific you know that's the other thing you know these guys put a white coat on and think they're so much smarter than everybody else and yet i would say they they they've gotten uh, educated in stupidity because you look at the theory of evolution, there's really no foundation for it whatsoever. Uh, you know, the only thing they hang their head on is millions of years. If they don't have millions of years, they got nothing. And they project that based on these theories of um, carbon dating and other types of dating methods that really start with so many assumptions about things. You know, none of it's observable. None of it's... Uh, something you can go back and observe so they you know again right there it's it's just like this vax and unvax thing it doesn't matter how much data comes out against it 
how much data comes out against the vaccine. People are dying from heart attacks. People are dying from other things right after getting shot with this stuff. And they don't care. They just keep plowing ahead. Oh, you know, it's the unvaccinated causing the problem. It's the unvaccinated. And, you know, you see the same thing in a religious way nowadays. It's the Christians causing the problem. They're the, they're the evil ones. And I just laugh because I'm like, you know, yeah, Christians aren't perfect. We're all sinful human beings. But the tenets of Christ, when you look at what he was for and what he was about, if everybody put their faith in Christ uh, holistically and uh, emphatically without, uh, without fail on this planet, it would be a completely different world. It would be amazing to see see what that would look like. But that that's not going to happen. We know this because there's an enemy walking about trying to lie, steal, cheat, whatever he can get away with. And there's going to be, you know, there are, we're all sinful in, in, within ourselves. Okay. Because that was passed down for generations from Adam and Eve. And without putting faith in Christ, we're dead in our sins. We can't, uh, we're not going to do anything uh, worthwhile toward God because, you know, the Bible says people love darkness rather than light. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. So let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase and God, even our own God, shall bless us. Now, the Bible also says that that God causes it to rain on the just and the unjust. So we don't know his full purpose in things. Um, there's really um, no way to discern that, right? We're not hanging out in heaven talking to God on a daily basis. Um, he does have beings that are there that serve his purposes. And um, we see them in, you know, through the Bible and the, the story or his history, history, um, is God's. It's his story. And it's not, you know, this is about his creation. And so, you know, you contrast the two things and the way that we work these out. It's either his story, it's Christ, and uh, the story of the Bible, which has a lot of eyewitness accounts in it and things that, that are, I believe, very reliable as you, you look at the archaeology of different things. And the Bible's been proven over and over again, folks. They've never been able to take it out. And that's why it's it's still uh, going strong, right? Because it's the truth. When you have the truth on your side, you don't really have to worry about things because it's the truth. You know, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, it's still the truth. And, um, you know, there's <clears throat> there are people in this world today that do not seek truth. The ones that are in charge of our our uh, COVID-19 recovery in this country do not seek truth. They don't want truth. They, they, I believe, want a lot of money and a lot of power. And that's all they're about is money and power and influence. And, you know, they run in the, the same circles together and protect each other with the uh, tenets of government at their side. And it just, uh, it's really something to see. You know, but people in this country, at least in the U.S., are waking up to what's going on. And I think that that can be said probably for all over the world. You know, I would hate to be in Australia, for instance, uh, New Zealand, where these people have just gone nuts. But that's what happens when you put leftists in power, people. I mean, that's 
we have to realize that. And, you know, I saw a story this morning about voting rights. They're changing, they're turning their focus to voting rights. And um, the Vice President Harris was on Face the Nation this week. We will engage with the American people, work with voting rights organizations, community organizations, and the private sector to help strengthen and uplift efforts on voting rights nationwide. What does that even mean? What is a voting right? You know, I mean, people have the right to vote in this country, but that doesn't mean that you can force them to. And that doesn't mean you can vote for them. And that's what, you know, the Democrats want to set up a, a system where, you know, they're going to send out ballots everywhere. You're never going to know what happens to half of them. And the whole thing is going to become, you know, their, their projection of voting rights. They try and make it sound all pretty and simple. And we just want everybody to have the opportunity to vote. <clears throat> which is good. I don't, I don't, you know, forgo any, anybody that right, but make them prove who they are, make them prove they have a right to vote. That's, that's the difference between the two sides in this matter, election integrity. And what, to me, that's, that's the main issue this country faces right now. We're at a crossroads. You know, we saw what happened in the, in the last election and I, I don't care where you're from or what you believe, but there was a lot of cheating going on in that election. Whether you believe it was enough for Trump to, to lose um, his place uh, as the next president, because I believe he won that election. I don't think there's any doubt, but um, we've got to, we got to have elections that uh, you can count on. If you don't have that, then we're done. I mean, the Democrats are going to be in perpetual power and we're going to be subjects of our government. It's not going to be a situation where we're a free people anymore. And we'll be back to, you know, I think that's the way people have always been in the past. So maybe it won't be so bad. I don't know. But I don't have to worry about that. And others who are subjects of the kingdom of the one true king, the Lord Jesus Christ, um, are going to be just fine because that's the kingdom we're a part of. And they can take my body and do whatever they want with it here. I don't need to worry about that because I know where I'm going. So, um, other top stories, PM not expected to announce any new restrictions today amid Omicron spread. And you look further down the first, uh, you know, they've been harping on this Omicron thing for over a month now. And Australia said first Omicron death was discovered. And I'm like, shouldn't that tell you something? It's been a month. You guys have been freaking out about this stuff and you've only had one person die out of an entire country. Yeah, that's pretty good odds. So anyway, I just think that the the whole thing is almost comical at this point. I think most people are just tired of it. They're tired of the mass, tired of the top-down control that everybody wants to throw at this thing. When people see most people recover, yeah, everybody knows somebody that's that's had a hard time with this, that's died or gotten very sick, um, and it's it's not a good thing. But people die every day of many things, and I I go back to the same thing all the time I'm like how many people die of car accidents every year does that mean we're going to stop driving a car no you know nobody's silly enough to to say that but because this thing is something unseen and they can come out and go oh you're gonna you know i mean joe biden come out the other day and uh, you know if you're unvaccinated you're gonna die you're a winner of death and i'm just come on joe really you know it's ridiculous and more and more people see how these vaccines do not work you still get the thing 
you know, the thing is still gotten by people with vaccines. And all you've done is weaken your immune system in the process. And for people to come out, you know, there was another story about over in England, how, oh, all the people that are getting this the worst are unvaccinated. And that is just not true. Because most people know people that have gotten this thing bad, even though they've had the vaccine. I mean, I took some stuff into some friends in, Ch in the Chicagoland area the other day because they were both fully vaccinated. And yet um, the man especially wasn't doing so well. And there are other treatments for this that are out there and available. So you don't have to get a shot to, uh, to do this thing. So, uh, you know, I think the most important thing that we can do in this country, first and foremost, is protect the integrity of our elections. And, you know, I think we're actually behind the curve on that. And election rights should be about election integrity, not election not, you know, ballots for everybody, you know, not having your eight-year-old fill out a ballot for someone that has been dead for 10 years. That's not, uh, you know, that person does not have a right to vote anymore. They are dead. But Democrats and people who have no problem lying about people, again, because their their faith standard is faith in humans and faith in government, faith in secular humanism. You know, that's what you see as a mainstay in our society when it comes to government, because people are are chastised if they exhibit their faith. They're chastised if they say, hey, I'm not going to vote for abortion because that's killing. That's killing a baby. I don't believe in that. I believe that life is precious. Life is something that should be protected because I'm a Christian, because I believe God created us with a purpose in mind. And that is so different than, hey, we're just random chance acts of chemical combinations. So what's the point? Why do you get so upset about uh, killing babies, man? You know, we're protecting the mother. We're protecting her opportunity at life. We're, you know, how is she going to get a job someday if she has this kid hanging around? Instead of looking at life in general and going, man, it's precious. We need to do everything we can to help that lady if she's a single mom. As a society, that's where, you know, why are we giving billions of dollars to even Israel? I mean, you know, I look at this, all the money we give away to these other countries, we could probably buy a house in the country for every uh, unplanned pregnancy on, on in this country with the money we give away for stupid things, for things that are not going to make a difference to this country in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, our priorities are all messed up. We don't... Uh, promote motherhood we don't promote uh and admire mothers because you know women in this country have decided that it's more important to act like men and desire a career it's pathetic but again when you're not going from the foundation of god and his word and to me that is praising god when you go back to psalm 67 how do we praise god we follow his commands we we walk in faith toward him and toward the, the commands that he's given us, the fact that men and women are, that's just it, men and women. There's two two forms of humanity, folks. You're a man or a woman, period. And those those individuals have roles in God's word, and those don't change with time. You know, God didn't say, gals, for instance, shouldn't be preachers in a church. They shouldn't have a, a position of authority uh, over men. Now, you know, people can throw stones at me for that, but it typically doesn't end well. 
And, you know, you, I think you see a lot of the issues that we're having nowadays in society with uh, people going against the edicts of God. It's because of the emotional side of, uh, you know, what's going on with women are, are more easily deceived from an emotion standpoint. You know, it goes back to the time of Adam. It doesn't, it, you know, when Paul talks about it in the in God's word, uh, he needs, he talks about it from the standpoint of what happened in the garden and how he was deceived and how Satan went after her instead of Adam. And, you know, there, you can speculate all you want on that. I don't know the full purpose of it and, and everything like that. And I'm not trying to say women can't do something as good as men in, in that sense. Um, some gals certainly could, but in the context of a church, um, it's not a good idea. And I don't, you know, and I think that extends myself to the context of society. It's not good for, you know, a gal to be working for a man that's not her husband, for instance, just bad things happen sometimes when that happens. And if you're not in that position, it's much less likely that that's going to happen. You know, I, to me, that's just logic. It's, I'm not being emotional about it at all anyway i don't want to go down too far that rabbit hole that's something we can talk about later but uh coming back to election integrity there's a guy named seth keschel that's out there that's done an awful lot to show um all this data that he's gotten and how um how bad this last election was you know how much actual stuff right um went on and how much um how many issues there were in reality with voting in the last uh last election and you know we need to in our view at it's a religion we need to to fix it we need to fix our system and I think we're getting there. You know, more and more people are waking up to what happened. Here's a message from Seth Keschel. He says, the great, this is actually a forwarded message from Mark Finch. In the great 2020 election fraud is being revealed. The American people have been defrauded and know it. Now comes the flood of evidence. And this is in the Gateway Pundit. It says, lawsuit reveals Fulton County 2020 absentee ballot, ballot results were physically impossible and files were modified. So, you know, there's a lot of evidence out there to show what happened in this this last election. And I don't, you know, I didn't need any more than to know that you, you get down to these five states and all of a sudden they're still counting votes at three in the morning and Joe Biden gets like 100,000 extra votes. How does that happen? You know, at that point they knew how much they needed. So they just, here you go, Joe. I mean, it really is surreal. So there are numerous questions related to what happened in the State Farm Arena in Fulton County, Georgia, during the 2020 election. There are uh, the arena was used at the Fulton County Ballot Processing Center and is where reportedly all 148,318 absentee ballots were scanned. Ballots were processed. The arena were expected to be authenticated first. Voters were to be identified on voter logs, and then signature verification was to take place. Ballots were then to be separated from their envelopes, arranged in batches of approximately 100. Each batch was then scanned using one of the five Canon DR-G2140 high-speed machines, as can be observed in video from the arena election night. The image each ballot was simultaneously created and saved. So as a result of this lawsuit, um, 
Let's see. Image files have been timestamped or recorded in the ballot. You can scan those timestamps. So the manual for the candidates, and it goes through the specs of how this thing works and how you can't get there from here, right? It's going through all these timestamps. Shows the ballot images that were created at an at a speed that is physically impossible for the technology that they used. So these results are not possible. The same scenarios replete throughout the image files and affects thousands of ballots. And again, most folks know Joe didn't win by much in Georgia. And I would say it's it's more than likely that, that they did the same things during the uh, election for the two senators down there. And I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you live with that result, Georgians. And, you know, Americans, That that's another one. I remember when Texas brought this lawsuit about the fact that the cheating in Pennsylvania and the changes they made in Pennsylvania affected the outcome of the election to the extent that it disenfranchised Texas voters. And I think they had every right to have standing with the United States Supreme Court. And so I'm hopeful that uh, Lindell's lawsuit actually does get hear, heard by the Supreme Court. And somebody's got to take a look at all this and, and decide, like, hey, wait a minute. You know, the legislatures of these states are the ones that make the laws. And if you do not follow what the legislatures wanted, then you are breaking the law, in fact. And your election should not count. And that's the biggest thing. None of these, you know, and everybody's going, well, yeah, but it was because of COVID. Well, so what? It doesn't say that in times of a pandemic, you cancel out the Constitution and the laws of the Constitution. If the legislatures of those states thought that there were changes that needed to be made, those guys should have gone to the legislature and said, hey, we need to make these changes in order for people to be able to vote because people aren't going to come out during COVID-19. And then they could request a ballot and then we can send them one so that we know that's who actually requested it and so on and so forth. But when you send out millions of ballots to wherever the last address was that you had, and that's what Democrats want to do. That's what they call voting rights. Well, basically all voting rights is, is their right to cheat as much as possible to win every election they need to, to maintain power. And that's it, I believe. So, but again, it goes, when you, when you, Put your faith and trust in things like evolution and secular humanism. What's the big deal about lying? You know, why Why are you worried about that? I mean, think about that, people. If you don't have the foundation of God that says lying is bad, lying is wrong, you shouldn't lie to people, you should tell them the truth. If you don't have that as a foundation, as a reference point, and yet What's funny is even people who put their trust and faith in evolution still say lying is wrong because they'll, you know, if they get caught in a lie, they know it's wrong. I mean, Joe Biden, way back in the day when he said how great he was and how many degrees he had or something, I can't remember, something to do with college, got, you know, out and out busted lying about it and, you know, came out, oh, I'm sorry, da, 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 da. People know it's wrong. Even if you believe in evolution, you know that's wrong. Well, how can that be? If everything is random chance and everything is, um, you know, what's, why do you have a foundation for morality at all? I mean, that's always been my question. I shouldn't say always. When I was presented with the theory of evolution back in school, I was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but whatever. Um, you know, and eventually as you study these things more and more, I, I just laugh because I'm like, how do you develop a sense of morality with that? Not to mention the fact that, you know, if you really 
we're able to produce beings uh, asymptomatic or asexually, right, without having intercourse between a female species and a male species. Why need? Why do you need male and female of all these different species? Then I mean, right there ought to be enough to say, you know, this whole theory is bunk. It doesn't doesn't add up at all. So anyway, welcome to the weirdest week in the year between Christmas and New Year's, and uh, hope everybody had a nice Christmas as we celebrated the birth of Christ. And I'm going to call that a show for today. And I uh, hope and pray that as you you and I, we face this new year. We will think about what's most important uh, to all of us and put God first. If you don't know him, that you will seek him out and put him first because he said, seek, seek the kingdom of God first and then all these things, the things that you need will be added unto you. And you won't have to worry about things because God will be there at your side, even though he is anyway. But when you put your faith and trust in him, and not yourself, and not other things, and other people. Um, it's just a different life. So, live with some purpose today, and be blessed. Thanks for stopping by. We will uh, talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing. For summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done. For my mama, for my friends, for your love.